Welcome to the Dynasty Happy Hour Podcast. Pull up a chair and kick up your feet as you get ready to enjoy some of the industry's most entertaining and actionable Dynasty content on the planet. We're talking veterans, rookies, sleepers, and oh yeah, you know the crew has those dad jokes ready for you. So let's not wait any longer and bring on the host or some combination of Dub, James, and Tyler. Welcome back to the Dynasty Happy Hour. The Triforce back in the building. It's your host, Doug, as you heard at the top of the show, and they all give us intros, but I do it anyway every week because I have always forget it's there. I'm here with Tyler. I'm here with James. He, James is looking slick tonight. Look out, look out, ladies. James has got that slick do going on. Tyler's looking like he has hair like usual. <laughs> <Tired>. <laughs> I'm How about, not. I'm not. I have a lot of energy today. I've been uh, cranking out. I made a list of stuff to get done today, and I did a ton of stuff. Uh, bought some Pokemon cards for my oldest son. Got a deal. So he was all about that life. It was good. Tyler, do you like that deal? I, I, you know, I'm into Pokemon cards. Just, you know, so I'm watching my kids. I used to do it when I was a, when I was a kid. I watch, I get into the videos that we watch. The, I'm watching like the new card breaks that they have coming out yep. the 11th. And uh, I enjoy it. I, I, I live through my kids now. So it's not so like weird. Yeah. It reminds <laughs> me of when I used to collect baseball cards with my dad back in the day. It's a very, you know, I like opening packs with Lincoln and stuff like that. It's a lot yeah, of Yeah. You missed but... the whole Pokemon card opening because you were 34 i think yeah. when they first came out with pokemon cards <laughs> yeah that's about right that sounds about right um we, ha- we had a game this week not that it was very memorable or there was much to really extrapolate from said hall of fame game as everyone was pretty much like inactive that mattered um but you know there was a few little highlights here and there which we'll cover as we go but this week we are talking about the afc east the stacked AFC East and my New England Patriots. I was at training camp, so I will give you my training camp thoughts on the Patriots. I was there this week, um, which was a lot of fun. So, but first, we've got some news. We've got lots of news. And you know what the news is that this podcast is brought to you by Underdog. The daily best ball drafts have begun. You can join the Mastiff. You got a thousand dollars laying around to enter. You can do it. No problem. You, you got to spend big to win big, as they say. Unless you, you know, you could technically win. Is it what? Is it, what's the um? Is it Powerball? It's like one and a half billion dollars or something crazy. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, you only have like two years to spend it because the world's just gonna be baked in the oven that is our environment now. So. Yeah, I mean, that, that, but global warming isn't real. I mean, come on, it's, it's not real. Like, no, total no. one off. No big deal. Um, and, and, you know, in order to f- afford groceries, you're going to need about one and a half billion dollars, too. So, you know, this economy is great. Love it. Just, you know, waiting for the crash. Here it comes. It's waiting coming. for the crash. Waiting for the crash. See what happens. There goes all my investments. Boo. Bye. Anywho, join Underdog right now. When you do that, they will match up to $100 when you use code DHH. And whether you like to play baseball, golf, which are also active, but of course, we're here for the NFL. My favorite part of Underdog is when the season starts doing the prop bets, the over-unders on yardage and touchdowns and all that kind of fun stuff. That's what I find the most fun on Underdog. But you can play it in a lot of different ways. You can, Like I said, you can enter the Mastiff for a th- $1,000 entry. Or you want to go small, you can do the Hound Dog. There ain't nothing but a Hound Dog for 10 bucks. Or you can do the Pitbull Dale for 75 So <laughs> lots of different options for every different budget that you may have underdog has got it for you and once again they'll match up to 100 dollars right away with code dhh 
All right, let's get into some news. Training camps are wide open. We're in day nine and 10 of training camps around the NFL. We've got news about all sorts of different players. We're going to start with Mike Florio, NBC's Mike Florio, usually there with Chris Sims, who everyone loves to hate. <laughs> People <laughs> hate Chris Sims. He's, and they love they love to do it. They yeah, love to and hate Sims him. is he's something. But Mike Florio reports the Chiefs and Broncos are among the teams that would be interested in Raiders running back Josh Jacobs if he were to become available somehow, some way. This is an interesting one. Um, because a, like, how are they really going to afford him at 10 million bucks on a franchise tag? Right. Um, I don't know. This one doesn't, I don't think anything happens with this one. James, what do you think? You think Josh Jacobs goes anywhere? I don't think so. Uh, if he goes anywhere, it's back to the Raiders. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. If Jacobs is going anywhere, it's back to the Raiders. Um, the thing is, is people think with all these running backs, I mean, I don't know if I'm putting the cart before the horse, but with all these running backs, People forget, like, oh, they should get traded. They're still going to have the same contract issue with mm-hmm. a new team. Like, everybody wants them to go to the Chiefs. Chiefs have has, like, no cap. So you're going into almost a worse situation. Like, you've got to realize. Need, they don't need Josh Jacobs. They got generic Prince. We're good. Like, like you got to realize these good. guys, are they want to get paid. That's the whole disruption of the whole thing. Like, they want money. But if they go to a new team, a good team, they don't have the cap to give them that money. So you're in the same situation. Yeah, they're literally going to be ground to dust, and they'll be a free agent at the end of the year. Yeah, and that that's why it's like, okay, running backs like Austin Eckler and McCaffrey and probably Bijan and Gibbs are like the four running backs that are weapons. Like, you want weapons now. You don't want these, you know, 220-pound running backs that can't really do too much in the pass game. Like, they, they can catch passes, but are they a weapon in the pass game? This is where the whole entire issue is coming from, and it will keep going until the NFL changes back to 250-pound linebackers, and they need to have a... Yeah, give it a couple um, years. Yeah, Josh Jacobs it, it to the New England Patriots in 2024. Who says no? Nick Chubb. R- Ramondre Stevens. To the Patriots. The, the, Nick Chubb is going to be a Patriot. I will guarantee that <laughs> unless he decides he wants to retire Brown. I feel like the Patriots are just so pissed about Sony Michelle that they will sign Chubb when he's like 30 years old. Rect- I mean, hey, <laughs> they just trying to rectify the situation from the two draft times Super Bowl ago. winner, Sony Michelle Tyler. Okay. I mean, okay. The, the, the thing is, is like, I, I forgot who they're talking to. Um, Pat McAfee show. They're talking about the running back situation and, why not give running backs more money up front in their career? Then as they get older, they can decide to retire after their first contract or they can play longer in a specific role, which is what they what happens when they're older. That way they don't get into the situation. They got their money that they wanted right away. Like there's more guaranteed money up front and then they don't need to complain because the running back has always been like this, but we just are seeing this now with the, the problem. Is, we saw this the problem coming. is they get hurt way well, too the fast. Thing is, is we saw this coming a few years ago when we saw the influx of talent at the running back position. And not to say I called it, but I remember commenting on it a couple of years ago that there's just, there's so much talent that this was eventually bound to happen where everyone shares backfields and you got odd men out. I mean, you've got four free agent running backs right now that got drafted in Scott fishbowl and they still haven't signed with any team. It's crazy. Um, yeah. You know, there's rumors of all of them. You know, the Patriots have had all of them except for Kareem Hunton at this point for a visit. So they're probably going to make a move at some point. Whichever one that is, if it's Dalvin, Zeke, or Fournette, who knows? But, I mean, I don't think they're going to go into the season with Ramondre Stevenson and then backed up by Pierre Strong and Ty Montgomery. Like, 
Yeah, and and like Kenny Drake's getting signed, like all like yeah, m- like like once again, we'll, we're kind of putting the news before, but nobody cares about these guys. So like Kenny Drake's getting signed, Marlon Mack's getting signed. Who cares? Like there's four really good running backs nobody available, cares. but the issue is the they money. want their money. Because yeah, and Kenny Drake is... and Marlon Mack are just happy to have a job, so they're yeah. going to sign for a veteran minimum, and that's cool. Yeah, it's so. it's it sucks. Like that that's all you can really say about it. It sucks in the running back market right now. Yeah, and... if you're if you were smart, like Joe Mixon and Aaron Jones, you like, yeah, I'll take a pay reduction and stay with the team. Delvin Cook should have done it. Delvin Cook should have done the same thing. Supposedly he's got offers, but he's not. But he them. he wants to be the main part of the offense but yet you left the vikings you when you were the main part choosers. of the offense like Beggars i don't get it i mean he didn't leave in that the vikings he got released the vikings, the vikings asked him to take a pay cut he didn't want to he could have stayed he could have yeah. stayed 100 percent. all right let's move on to one of those teams that has been rumored to sign a running back for a long time but hasn't yet dolphins coach mike mcdaniel said running back devon a chain is day-to-day a-Chain limped off and didn't return after he was injured in Saturday's practice. Any missed time would uh, put the third-round rookie at risk of falling further behind veterans Raheem Mostert, Jeff Wilson, Savon Ahmed, and Miles Gaskin. They've got all the same guys from last Gasman's year. Gasman's gone, dude. No, Gasman's no, still he's there. there. He's there. Um, really? A-Chain, uh, there has been reports that he's looked really good uh, in training camp. So we got to keep an eye on that. Um, He'll be fine. Uh, yeah, I told you, James. You know, Fact-checking me. He will, be, he will be fine. A-Chain, I mean... There's a lot of clips coming out, and I, I, you know, I bid on them, and I made a trade for a chain uh, for still avoid. Kelvin Ridley for Devin a chain. I had some depth at wide receiver. I think Ridley's value has gone through the roof. Me personally, then you probably should have sold them for more than Devin a chain. You, clown. I mean, it's a running back in a 14 team league, so it's probably a little tougher. <sighs> Devin I mean, A-Chain in a, a second. Probably could have made that A 28-slash-29-year-old wide receiver. People don't care. Calvin Ridley's back, man. He's have the mileage. He's a great route runner. Trevor Lawrence, bro. He also played in like 700 days or something he like that. He also got it's injured been... in practice the other day. I didn't it was his shoes. It was his shoes. Got new cleats. He's good. No, I, I, I think A-Chain in this specific offense, if he would have won any other 31 teams, maybe San Francisco, but he's behind McCaffrey. But this was the dream spot, and he got it. So that's the main reason with A-Chain because still off on him. there's small guys. Like, he weighs just as much as Mostert and, well, Jeff Wilson's bigger, but a lot of these other guys that are there, he weighs just that much, but he's got Olympic speed. So that's what I'm going for. I'm going for home run. Have we ever seen a running back with Olympic speed like Chris Johnson maybe? That's probably CJ little... Spiller one year. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's all the broken hearts that actually went to therapy to forget that name. One of I'm my sorry, favorite, one of my up. favorite collegiate players of all time so at Clemson. Good, he was amazing. Then that one year, he was great. Uh, all right, also, let's. Go ahead. Ra- uh, Ricky Williams was on Pat McAfee show, and yeah. he was talking about his career. I totally forgot Ricky Williams played like five, six years in the league, and then was out. Like he went. And he was early. high as hell when he did it. Good for and him. He, I mean, he was on the. He was a Dolphin. He was a Saint. He was a. He finished his career as a Raven, I think. Right. Yeah, and yep. they were talking to him about, because uh, remember when he's like, "I don't like football. I don't even watch it or anything." They talked to him, and that's he's when like, he had I, the black visor on at training camp. Yeah. I think. yeah. And they talked to him, and he's like, "I can't quit football. I love football. I watch it. I critique like, <laughs> like that's the thing." He even said he goes, "All these players that say they want, you know, they don't want anything to do with football after they're done." He's like, "They're lying because if you're playing football this whole time." you have football in your veins like yeah. it's there let's uh let's keep it moving we've got some injury notes real quick with um just real quick saints running back you know benjamin will miss the 2023 season with the torn achilles uh cool 
I don't know if he was. Yeah, Hurt Alvin Kamara. Right yeah, I mean, Achilles. maybe he got some more carries with the Camara suspension. I don't know, but whatever. Uh, ESPN's Jenna Lane, interesting, expects running back Chase Edmonds to open the season as the Bucks' third down back. Edmonds was buried on Miami's depth chart before being traded to Denver, if you remember that, and then released as a cap casualty. Uh, the Bucks have Keyshawn Vaughn as their number two back, but expect the pass down role for Edmonds, who has a 79% pass block win rate since 2018, which is pretty solid. Um I mean, oh, I know Rashad White's gotten a lot pumped up a lot. I think he, this backfield so is still, um, you know, it could be a running back by committee. Sean Tucker, mini Nick Chubb, as they call him in training camp. Yeah, so Rashad That's White's the hotness all over Twitter. It was Rashad White week because apparently somebody on player profile well, we said he's better. He's better than Brees Hall. He's better than uh, Ken Walker. This this these were things that were said and posted on on the X app. I shouldn't call it Twitter. What did he say? He said he'd rather have him over Brees Hall. There was a lot of running backs. He said he'd rather have him over, and he's more talented. So, uh, yeah, we what's must he, have watched different tape. What's he watching? That's a lopsided debate, if I ever heard one. He was a very inconsistent running back last year as a rookie. If he you flashed. Him, he did flash, but he's not flashy. Tyler he hated flashed, him. and then he fizzled out. If I he's if not flashy, me that's correct. the thing. Like he's not flashy. He's a guy. I think the yeah. offense in a whole is is just question marks all around. And we already went over that. You could listen back to episode three fifty eight. Yeah, if my numbers let's go back right. to that, I missed that episode. <laughs> no, yeah. that was your Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. Oh yeah, Doug and I just that's, trashed that's, him. That's instead. true. Hey, more running back news. The Colts signed running back Kenyon Drake. Uh, cool. And then uh, the biggest news from running backs this week was ESPN's Adam Schefter reports that Alvin Kamara will be suspended for three games for his role in a fight outside of Las Vegas nightclub in 2022. Uh, so less than what people thought. A lot of people were like, he'll miss six games. Three's not too bad. I mean, if you held him in dynasty, you got to be pretty happy. I know Tyler and I have him on I am the team happy that we share. News. And we're happy about that as well. Just missing three games. I think, you know, uh, uh, Kendra Miller's got some buzz in training camp and everyone's like oh kendra miller to the moon i'm like it's three games they're him, playing camara we, we gotta stay in this hey, lane Doug. this podcast is not like <laughs> yeah uh kendra miller might be cool for a week or two but once camara comes back like sit down kendra miller they're not gonna like all of a sudden bench alvin camara his no. salary and his talent like no way. and williams like yeah, williams like, is gonna be the goal line back yeah and, jamal's and, the goal line yeah. guy 100 percent um, other running back news, Seahawks running back, Zach Charbonnet returned to practice on Thursday. Ken Walker also dinged up, um, as noted by the athletics, Michael, Sean Duggar, no relation to Kyle Duggar, who's been having a spectacular training camp for the Patriots, by the way, if you're an IDP Kyle Duggar season, Charbonnet was on the field, participating in drills, running routes, catching passes, all the things on Sunday, it was reported Charbonnet would be sidelined indefinitely with a shoulder injury, so injury. So his return on the field uh, on Thursday is a bit of a surprise. In other Seahawks news, I saw Kenny McIntosh went down today with knee a sprain. Oh, two a weeks. Knee sprain. Yeah, so the running backs in Seattle already. It's DJ Dallas season. People oh. say Delvin Cook could go there, just oh ruin God. everything. That would just doo doo all over everyone. Yeah, I don't yeah. like. I don't like that one bit. Not one bit. But you know what I do like? You know, actually, you know what? It's not that I like it. It's that I absolutely love it because now I have one of their precious belts in my possession once again back where it belongs my trophy smack championship belt from our league of extraordinary gentlemen that tyler and i co-championed this year i got it when i was out in minnesota now it's sitting 
in my dining room right next to another trophy that I have. It's uh, it's trophy time vibes. My old podcast is all I'm saying. But you can upgrade your fantasy league today, whether it's football, hockey, basketball, baseball, soccer, pretty much anything. Everything is completely customizable. Trophy Smack has the right trophy for you. When you use code DHHRING, you get a free $60 championship ring with the purchase of a trophy or a belt. Give it to your high point scorer. Keep it for yourself. Do whatever you want. It's free. It's really nice. It's big. It's heavy. It's it's great. That's all I need to say. And to get it for free, the best. They also have stuff for losers of your league. So if you got those guys that won your toilet bowl, like our friend Al, I see you. Um, <laughs> You can get them a toilet seat. You know, you can get them all. You get some 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 rubber doo-doos, whatever you want to do. Just whatever you do, use code DHHRING when you do it. and Get that free ring at checkout when you get that belt or that trophy. All right, boys. We are here to break down my AFC East. It's going to be an interesting division this year. We're going to start at the top. A team that I think is on the decline. <clears throat> the Buffalo Bills. I know wow. everyone's like Super Bowl contender. I think the Bills might struggle a little bit this year. Sounds like a Patriots fan. Mm. Yeah, I think they can still <laughs> win the division. Don't get me wrong. They have one of the best quarterbacks on the planet. They've got Stephon Diggs. They'll struggle and finish 13 and 3. <laughs> yeah. Or 12 and 5. And three. 12 and 5. 12 and 5. Um, the, you know, they took 12, some hits 12, defensively 12. and along the offensive line. So, you yeah, know, the Bills, uh, you know, I think they're maybe their window's starting to creep down a little bit but anyway depth chart wise we've got quarterback josh allen who some will have as the qb1 in dynasty some will have mahomes some will have allen some say it's a toss-up i don't know but josh allen you reap the benefits you believed in josh allen in your super flex drafts and you drafted him towards the end of the first round oh boy or early second for that matter uh i remember those leagues i yeah. wish i had picks then but whatever um who's the backup in buffalo is it matt barkley What's it's Kyle Allen. Allen. Two Allens. It's, it's Kyle Allen. Kyle yeah, Former Kyle Washington Allen. Commanders legend. Yep. <laughs> Carolina Panthers legend. Oh, boy. Legendly bad. Yeah. So in the backfield, you know, the backfield is still a lot of question marks. Naheem Hines is done for the year after his unfortunate jet skiing accident, which sucks, frankly. Um, but we've got James Cook, who has also Ooh. been a Twitter darling this past week, Tyler. Oh, yeah. Tyler was like at half mast all week long, just walking around in sweatpants <laughs> and 90 degree weather, just totally like, yeah, three yeah. inches of fury. It was crazy. James <laughs> Cook, uh, is well, there. Thank you. That was generous. And, and yeah, I know. Uh, James <laughs> Cook is gaining a lot of buzz. Uh, but everyone forgets about my man, my man, Damian Harris. Like, Damian Harris, good at football. I watched him for the first three or four years of his career, and I like Damian Harris a lot. So he could be their goal line guy. You know, who else they got in that backfield, Tyler? Who's, who else is a Buffalo Bill? Oh, God. Why are you asking me? Uh, I, my guess is they're a team that would sign somebody. I don't think they can. That's uh, true. Let me interject here. Latavius Murray and Darrington Evans. That's right. They just oh, signed Darrington right. Evans. Yeah. They just signed Darrington Evans, which is, uh, you know, people who uh, we all remember was yeah. a hot name. No, he's a big I, Madden player. These two, Evans. these two guys, Damian Harris and James Cook, I think are perfect for each other because they don't take away from anything they they are good at. Like Damian Harris, good goal line back guy, good good in between the tackles. We've seen James Cook. I think he's added some weight, he, some muscle. Could James Cook be that weapon we talked about at the top of the show? Yes, but Josh Allen needs to learn to dump it off instead of taking off. 
which is what he said he wants to work on. But we all know Take when dumps, you're, got it. when you are in the game and in the moment, old habits die hard. So I think Josh Allen is still going to run. There is going to be opportunity for him to throw the ball to James Cook short. I think uh, you know we'll get to the wide receivers. There's another guy that I really like in the slot. But uh, James Cook, I think if you didn't buy him last year, your opportunity is probably gone. The hype is really real, especially after a 60-yard run, a video of him during their scrimmage or team scrimmage last night or two nights ago. Uh, James Cook busted off a huge run, and, I mean, he read the whole right. It looked like Delvin because he's wearing number four this year. Got rid of 28. He's wearing four. Wait, aren't they related? They are. They are They are brothers, Al. They are brothers. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know, while um, we're on the James Cook situation, you know, we, we've talked about most of the divisions in football, and yeah. I'm just looking at um, the dynasty rankings right now are still very, very off. They have James like Cook him. running back 34. They don't I like mean, him. That's below Tyler's favorite, A.J. Dillon at 26, Cam Ugh. Akers at 27. Alexander Madison at 29. Like, I would take James Cook over all three of those guys. Madison is actually still dangerously low. but Yeah, but he's I also like two years older than James Cook. J- James Cook. Uh, actually, David Montgomery? Actually, you should check the age. I think Madison is the same age as James Cook because Madison came in at 20. James yeah, Cook young. came in. At, I will vet that right but, now. But, um, no, I am... I'm a big, big fan of James Cook. You guys all know that. I don't need to talk deep into him. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think it's going to be interesting. For me, I'm attacking the, well, the cheapest part would be Latavius Murray, but I like Damian Harris. (laughs) I mean, he's a former double digit touchdown scorer for the Patriots just a couple years ago. I like his talent quite a bit. So if you're on a win down team and you want to add a nice running back depth piece, you can give up, you know, probably a third and get Damian Harris. And I'd be perfectly happy with that. He's a better runner than Singletary. I want to pay a mid mid to late second for for Harris. He's definitely a flex play. Mm -hmm. And I'm okay with that. I mean, you could be looking at a more productive season if, God forbid, Cook went down. You know, Damian Harris would. Be the and he has the ability facto to he, he, can tote the rock, he can tote the rock 20 plus times a game no problem and he's only like, on a one-year prove it deal for 1.2 million dollars i i think i it's wish a the make pass would have brought him back that was so i stupid. think it's a make or break year for harris and i think he's going to really show off as much as possible you know you mentioned that josh allen wants to you know not run the ball as much i think harris fills in those holes where where allen doesn't run harris will get the rock I think this offense is built for success this year. You know, we could just be talking about these two names and it could be pointless because this team could be throwing the ball a ton. Yeah, and and you know who they're going to throw to a lot is Stephon Diggs. He's the alpha receiver in the room. Everything appears to be smoothed over. There was some (laughs) drama, supposedly, with Stephon Diggs. What? Stephon Diggs? Drama? What? Yeah, I mean, pencil pencil Stephon Diggs in for 100 catches easy, you know, 12, 1,300 yards and anywhere from 8 to 10 touchdowns. I mean, he's a top five receiver pretty much every season coming um, obviously age 30 get, i was gonna say getting up there in age a little bit so there is an age cliff with you know in dynasty so if you're not on a win now team and you have stefan Diggs, you know move them to a win now team and get some youth if you can maybe some future picks or a young receiver whatever you want to do outside of Diggs, interesting receiver room gabe davis he's starting to gain momentum again and i hate it so much because i'm not a huge gabe davis person Everyone was drooling after he had that four touchdown game against Kansas City. And now everyone's like, he was hurt all year. He was hurt all year. He's electric again. 
I don't see. I, I I just don't see it with Gabe Davis. I don't know. I I traded him away in one of my dynasty leagues that I had him, and uh, I'm uh, no regrets. I want in that the guy one behind whatsoever. him. Yeah. So uh, I mean, they've got Khalil Shakir. There it is. I hey, really? Yeah. He should be able to. He should be able to oh, win yeah. that slot job. James is nodding his head. Oh no! It's no Donkey K. No, it's Donkey K, man. No, no, no. I mean, Donkey K is great, and we'll get to he him is. in a He's second. Good. But I'm not really interested in the slot position for the Bills. You mean Cole Beasley didn't dominate the slot when he I mean, played? What's his... Isaiah McKenzie had good games out of the slot. All right, so listen. You know they target them about seventy to seventy-five times a game. All right, Khalil a Shakir. Then give, mean, me year, year, the, <laughs> give me all the give me all the in the world. Then seventy yes. to seventy-five targets, thousand catch season incoming throughout the season. Wide receiver one and James My bad. doubting him. He, he so, makes Cooper I mean, Cup look like shit. Quick math on an analytic side of things: fifty percent catch rate. That means he's catching about thirty-five receptions. What's he going to do? Three sixty-five and three touchdowns. I'm not interested. Oh hell in that. no! I'm. I would oh, say, oh yeah. I'd say. Why would they add eight hundred they... yards? Probably six to six to eight touchdowns. Six to eight touchdowns. Sixty-eight yeah. touchdowns. Oh my 68 god! Sixty-eight touchdowns in one I mean, game. I mean, we're all chasing. You're chasing Mahomes' weapons, right? Sky Moore. I would you rather have Mahomes than Khalil Shakir. At, what? Of at course. their price, You'd rather have I would Mahomes? rather have Khalil yeah. Shakir over Sky Moore. <laughs> I'm messing up some names. At their, at their price, I would agree with Doug. Hundred percent. Okay, Shakir, Shakir over. Hundred percent. So at their price, would you rather have? And I know you don't like him. Gabe Davis, dynasty nope. wide receiver 47. Nope. Or oh. Cortland Sutton at wide receiver 44. I mean, can I pass and go for somebody <laughs> else? Rashad Bateman, wide receiver 39. Yeah, I'd go for Bateman. Yeah, give me Bateman. Like, like Gabe Davis, I was in on him last year. And I recognize who he was. He's a big play guy that's going to get you Gabe. very, like, very spike weeks. Yeah. And he's good. He's a, he's touchdown dependent almost. He's, he's gonna, a best he ball guy. Three for three. 30 something and two touchdowns is a, a high possibility for him every week, but he's also got a high possibility of three for 20 and nothing else. Yeah. If he doesn't like, get the touchdown, he's not worth anything on your roster. Like for me, it's all about the slot play, especially with like James cook. Sure. Now but, you sound, now you sound like an old person in Vegas. Yeah. I just don't think the slot play is going to be <laughs> it's all about the year. slot play. But like, okay. He's behind Josh Allen. Josh Allen has showed that he likes to target the middle of the field when he's getting rushed. And if he's saying he doesn't want to run more, we're, who's going to be there? It's going to be two guys, and it's going to be the rookie tight end, and it's going to be Khalil Shakir, who ganged a ton of momentum at the end of the year. I mean, we're talking about Gabe Davis ganging momentum. Shakir, Shakir had, looked good at the end of the season. He looked very good. And, you know, there's a couple people in this industry that have been in it for a long time, and Cecil Lammy's one of them. And I'm going to trust and listen to his words and he even said, Clear Shakir is a guy that you need to pay attention to because he's a guy that gained momentum, gained trust, got healthy, and he just needs to stay healthy to get integrated into that slot role, which is a big position in this yeah, offense. Yeah, I mean, who else Who else is on this depth chart for the Bills? It's not really – it's kind of scant, right? I mean, there's like, one guy, the Justin Shorter, who is a massive human being, who is the Gabe Davis ironically replacement. Ironically named Justin Shorter. So Justin Shorter could be the Gabe Davis replacement. If they don't sign him, because Gabe Davis is on a contract here, yes, he and is. Justin Shorter can run fast, a big dude, and he can catch yeah, touchdowns. He's pretty, he's pretty rocked up. Let's move to tight ends. We all know Dalton Kincaid's there, but everyone's forgetting about Dawson Knox. You know, I love Dawson Knox. When I saw him at the combine, he reminded me a little bit of George Kittle. 
the way that he would move. Now, he hasn't translated necessarily like that in the NFL, but I think people are just dismissing Dawson Knox totally. And I don't think that that is we're, we're banking on a rookie tight end in this offense. And I think Dawson Knox is still going to have a productive year. And I think Dalton Kincaid in at least in his rookie season is going to disappoint a lot of people. So for me, Dalton Kincaid's the guy I'm a tight end guy. You all know me. Dalton Kincaid is the guy that like, I think may not do a lot this season. And I'm going to try to target like in trade mid season and can, try to get him on a little bit cheaper. I've, can I rename you, Doug? You're sure. a cheap tight end guy. You like those cheap <laughs> tight ends. If they're overpriced, you don't like them. And Kincaid yeah, but you know what? Overpriced. I hit on those cheap tight ends. Yes, and Kincaid is definitely getting to that value. He's not where cheap. It's like, yeah, he's tight not end cheap. eight overall. Yes, that's I mean bananas to me. People, people see the Kelsey upside because he does have it. He moves like a wide receiver. He like. Bean has come out and said, we're not playing him at tight end. We're moving him all around. Yeah, He's going to play receiver. He's going to play that, slot receiver. That's what you want to hear. That's what they do with Kelsey. Kelsey admits on his own podcast he doesn't like to block and he can't block well. He's going to chip, and that's it. And Kincaid's the same way. He can't block. That's what Knox is there for. And then Knox Kincaid, isn't a great blocker. Yeah, he and got, I think, you know what? You know what? Let's, yeah, just, let's just put the banana in the tailpipe now. I think they both hurt each other's value mm-hmm. in totality. Like, seriously, there was only six touchdowns to the tight end position last year. I don't think, I mean, maybe they maybe they get some more. Yeah. Maybe Kincaid gets four. Knox gets two. I think they hurt each other. And Knox isn't going anywhere. I mean, he signed through 2025. They're going to have to trade him. They're going to have to trade him. So So, uh, me personally, Knox is the red zone guy. Josh Allen trusts him. I think Knox has opportunity to get, like, he could have 400 yards, and he could have seven to eight touchdowns. Tight end one. I think and it all just leads up Kincaid to the fact that the Kincaid is just way too high right now for the type of production we are planning with Dawson Knox still in this offense. Yeah, but Kincaid also has that upside where oh, he's tight, got great we upside. Are, we are begging for more tight ends in this league. Like we need more, and Kincaid shows like, hey, this guy hits. He's up there with Hawkinson. Like he's going to be up there with Hawkinson and those guys. And then has the opportunity to be Kelsey because he's I mean, with he's, Josh Allen. His value right now is already up there with like a Friar Muth without even stepping on the NFL no, field. No, yet. Who would you rather have, Shakir at price or Dawson or, or Kincaid at price? Huh, Doug? Kincaid. <laughs> Shakir. <laughs> Kincaid at price. I'll pay the you price. You do not like Shakir. He does not. No, I just don't like the slot position. What do you got against Boise State? Nothing. You heard it here. Why would I want the fifth receiving option on the James Buffalo Bills? James hates Boise Why? State. We heard it here. Why? He, he was already shitting on Madison. Yeah. What's next? Kellen Moore? God. Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. Let's move on to the Miami Dolphins. They've got, got Tua Tagovailoa, who's looking a little bit beefier this season. He's been doing all sorts of training. Muscle milk. <laughs> yoga, flexibility. I like what I've seen out of Tua so far. Um, in training camp vids, yeah, but they went amazing. out and, and they signed Mike White as his backup, who is completely capable, especially with those weapons around him. Like he was my last pick in the Scott Fishbowl because Tua was my quarterback too, and I took uh, Mike White in the last round just in case because we know in superflex formats, especially like Scott Fishbowl, uh, there ain't many options. So do I want a quarterback that's in charge of one of the better offenses in the league? Uh, yes. So that's kind of how the quarterback depth chart breaks down. We alluded to it earlier with the running backs with Devin, Devon A. Chain, Mostert, Jeff Wilson, Miles Gaskin still on the roster. Uh, and we talked about Salvan Ahmed 
And then a wide receiver, it's really Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle. Remember, they still have Cedric Wilson. Yeah, they signed a good deal. Braxton Berrios. Braxton Berrios Eric is there. Eric Iwakama. Yeah. Robbie Chosen. God. Oh. That guy should just retire. Get him out of the league. And, and then at tight end, this is the this is one of the more interesting. There's like a real There's vacancy one. at tight end. There's, There's like Durham Smythe and Elijah, Elijah Higgins, Higgins who's converting from a from a wide receiver to a tight end, which is intriguing. He was free in all your rookie drafts. So if he's available and you want to take a flyer, Snake, I'm all yeah. about them cheap tight ends. Let's go. Uh, we all know that converted wide receivers to tight ends, Darren Waller, um, can work out and sometimes do. Ricky Seals Jones was decent for a little bit. He was rosterable. Yeah. Um, that's another one. Uh, so yeah, this is definitely it's pretty top heavy with this depth chart at the skill positions, I think. Um, and then running back is the exception to that. It's gonna be a mixed bag of whatever. But James, give me give me your ideas here on the on the dolphins. Is there anyone that you super like, super hate? Is there any Khalil Shakir versus Dalton Kincaid's here? No, I don't think there's. In, uh, in the tight end room, I'm not even entertaining the the idea of getting one of these guys. That's it. On my, uh, I mean, I was mad they traded Hunter Long, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I would have probably been on on board with Hunter Long because I've seen him play enough. But Durham Smythe, he doesn't catch balls. Elijah Higgins. That's all you need to know. Elijah Higgins. Sneaky. Super, he's super athlete. Great hand, like big guy. He's he's somebody that you honestly need to keep your eyes on, and he's gotten some buzz. I mean, the the whole point of this offense is it's going to be high flying, pass heavy, uh, going to Tyree Kill. Tyree Kill wants to break two thousand receiving yards in the season. Good luck. I'm here for it. I mean, I hope so. He could. I mean, and his well, he only had seven touchdowns last year. He finishes what the wide receiver two, four, or something like that. Yeah. Uh, all right. Two to four. Either way. <laughs> but I think I think two to twenty eight. I think this there. franchise really. Um, I don't know the word I, I want to live on, but I guess the franchise is based off of Tyreek Hill's contract. All right. He's got two years left. I think that's the, the jumping point for Tua. If he's great this year and doesn't get hurt, I'm selling after this season. If, guess what? If he comes out this year and he's great, I'm getting rid of him because the timeline on this team, this Super Bowl ready team, it, it ends with Tyreek Hill in two years. Really? Yeah. Even I believe they so. have a guy that even with Jalen Waddle. Yeah, mini yeah, Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Because I I like Waddle. He's the he's the one B in my opinion. I, I'm I'm not I'm going to pivot on that. See, I'm not like a sell a guy in Superflex because he loses his receiver. Like, I, I feel like that never they like two necessarily to no, 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 no. find another I one. Think it's a, I think it's a tick ticking situation with all these medical issues that we saw last year. It could, ha- it could happen at any point. And I don't like the risk factor that's baked in with two. James, he's doing yoga. Do you I mean, get we said that, that about Brandon yeah, Cooks yoga, like yoga four clears years ago. concussions faster. But we said the same thing about Brandon Cooks like four years ago, and he's been a thousand yard receiver almost every year since. Like he's been fine. So okay, I mean, personally, yeah. I don't like to take the risk you're, like that. You're risk averse. And he's only he's he's QB eleven dynasty so, ranking. So James, I'm actually with you on Tua. Give me Bryce Young over Tua. Yeah. I know that's a hot debate. Give me Stroud over Tua. That's what I have in my right. Um, Stroud. Give me Watson. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, I mean. Yeah. Tua. <laughs> yeah. Tua for me is. I agree. Like. 
If if he hits, he's hitting. We all saw the arm strength. He doesn't have it. He's going to be an accurate quarterback. Drew Brees like succeeded. Third or fourth in points per game last year, too. Yes, and I mean, if you look yeah, at yeah, but all those the were games, outlier games versus Chicago and Detroit. I'm There's not still games wor- on their schedule. I'm not too worried about the weapons. They're going to find weapons. You can always find weapons. We've seen this all the time. Like, oh, a team doesn't have weapons. The Jets didn't have receivers two years ago. Now look at them. They're stacked full of them. Like, mm-hmm. we don't need to worry about it. You can always find them. For me, it is the – I'm worried about Tua's long-term. And his value is high. It's ganging steam again because he's having a good camp. He's ganging some weight. Um, ganging. For me, ganging. though, like, let me hit reset. Let me get Bryce Young. That's the move I would make personally. I'm a huge believer in Bryce Young. I think he's going to be a top 10 dynasty quarterback by next year. Um, but, yeah, that that's the kind of route I would go with Tua. I, I think he's good. For this team, if he was on a different roster, who knows? But this team fits him perfect. He's got fast guys, and um, no, I'm. I think Tyreek Hill. The closer he gets to when he says he wants to retire, I think he stays another year or two. I mean, he's not going to turn down the money. He's going to get twenty-five million dollar contract to stay a year. Like that's the receiver market. That's yeah, where people it's going. don't walk like, away from that. He's going yeah. to hit like thirty million a year. You can you can worry about you know after your career when you make your thirty sub million dollars. When you're sleeping on a bit of money, yeah, hundred percent. So yeah, not too much. I mean, it's pretty cut and dried with this Miami team. I think that's good. uh, A banter with Akama, I think, is somebody you should go out and and search. Yeah, I've had him on a couple. I've had him on a couple of taxi teams. Would you guys rather have? Would you rather have Jalen Waddle or Amon Ra St. Brown? Well, Amon Ra. Yeah, Amon Ra. Give me give me the wide receiver one on the team at the moment. And Amara, I think, has a couple years on him as well. Amara came out at 21. I think uh, Waddle, people don't realize. I don't care about the age as much. So you're, you're with, so yeah, much I'm more worried about no, the age. They're young. You know what the funny thing is their rookie year was Devonta Smith was getting all the hate for age. Waddle was literally a month younger than Devonta Smith. And people that month hated, goes a long way. hated Devonta Smith because he's yeah, 30 older. or 31 days. Yeah. <sighs> Maybe 28. Yeah. I hate the ageism in Dynasty. I'm gonna Damn, be I hate honest. February. It's because you're old. Yeah, but <laughs> I am old. And you know, when you're old, you need products like Manscaped. Because Manscaped has the right tools for the job. When you're old like me, and you've got ear hair, and you've got nose hair, you've got the Weed Whacker nose and ear trimmer, you've got the Lawnmower 4.0, you know, you're just a, you're a hairy beast. You want to make sure that your, your skin-safe technology, your waterproof, your nifty LED lights the way. To shine a spotlight on your overgrown hedges. Not mine. I keep mine pretty trim. TMI, whatever. Um, but it's only because I have the lawnmower 4.0 with the wireless charger. And then if you want to jazz it up, you want to smell good, you want to feel good, all the things. They Ball give you all that stuff. It is it is all in the starter kit. And when you use code DHH, you're gonna save 20% off at checkout. Don't get it at Target. I was at Target and I saw they carry Manscaped products. I'm like, why would I buy it here? I'll just buy it online and save 20% when I use code DHH. I'm not a, I'm not a noob. I know what I'm doing here. So make sure you do the same thing. Highly recommend it. It's a product that I use every single week. I love it. Tyler, what are you going to say? So it, like you said, go on the Target. It's like $12 for because I use the ball deodorant. You can subscribe and get a subscription where you get two of their products for like 14 bucks, And it's free shipping. Yep. And $14 for two products. So you can get two ball deodorants for $14. You're saving One money. for each ball. One for each ball. You know what, Doug? And I was going to say, we're talking about age. We just need to tell Manscaped to come up with a ball bra. You know, a little support. 
for the age. <laughs> I'm ball speechless. Ball. I, I really don't know a what ball, to say after that comment. Bra. All right. Jesus. All right. Anywho, let's get on to the Patriots Whatever. next. I don't know why we're doing Pats first and then Jets, but can't, can't hit all I'm of here them. for it. So Patriots depth chart along the depth chart. Mac Jones with his new OC, Bill O'Brien. Right behind him is Bailey Zappi and then Trace McSorley, camp body. Um, (laughs) Round out the depth chart. Malik Cunningham, not a quarterback, but anyway. Uh, Running back, we all know the depth chart there. We talked about it earlier. It's Ramondre Stevenson at the top who hasn't been practicing, and he said, hey, ask Bill Belichick. And I know why he's not practicing. It's called load management. They are going to give Ramondre all the touches this year. I still expect them to sign somebody. I will tell you, when I was at training camp, I saw Pierre Strong looked good in the passing game. Lots of hands catches. Kevin Harris, lots of body catches. But he was built like he's Ramondre. A big so guy. <laughs> he's a he, he. I was like, wow, he's pretty. He's he's big. Um, and then Ty Montgomery's there. They still have little tiny JJ Taylor as well uh, at the running back depth chart. It's not. It's probably the thinnest depth chart in all of the NFL <laughs> um, behind Ramondre. And then at wide receiver, this is this is where they have a lot of bodies, right? So they they re-signed Devontae Parker. They, they sign him long-term, give him some money. Cool. Uh, they signed Juju. They've got him for a multi-year deal. He's been, he's been building a lot of rapport with Mac Jones in training camp. They've had touchdowns pretty much every day, and they've been celebrating in the end zone together. So there's already this kind of like, uh, you know, good good Juju, if you will, with Mac Jones. TikTok We've got Mac. Ken- we still got Kendrick Bourne, who looks good at training camp when I was there. Keyshawn Butte had a nice day when I was there. Finally, he's been super-duper quiet. Um, but my guy is Demario Douglas. Five foot eight, 170 pounds, but the dude has separation. He's got the juice, and I really liked what I saw out of Demario Douglas wearing number 60 because the Pats rookies wear weird numbers. Um, Demario Douglas is a guy that I've been, I was able to get in all my rookie drafts after the rookie draft, and I've got him on a ton of squads. Um, so I like Demario Douglas. It looks like he's on track to make the team here. Uh, I don't think I forgot any receivers other than like Trey Nixon. Who cares? Um, and then at tight end, it's Mike Gusecki. It's Hunter Henry. Gusecki, he looked okay, but Hunter Henry has been having a really, really good camp. And I think that if you want a good veteran tight end, just two years removed from a, a tight end one season, Hunter Henry was. Uh, I like the price on Hunter Henry right now quite a bit. Gusecki. He was getting worked um, by the linebackers. Like he was having some problems uh, when I saw him anyway, the day I was there. But Hunter Henry is having a really, really good camp. He was he was separating just he's a t- he's a technician, solid hands, looked really, really good. So if you're looking for a cheap tight end that'll get you some production that not a lot of people are talking about that kind of forgot about, Hunter Henry's that guy for the Pats. Tyler, what are your thoughts here on the Patriots in Dynasty? I think the Mac Jones hate has gone way too far. I mean, we, we've talked about that so much on the pod that I'm not going to get into too much detail, but I really think Mac Jones is a better quarterback than people give him credit for. People are saying, oh, he's done after this year. Nobody likes him. Uh, he's not good. Like, go back to his rookie season when, like, Ray Garvin, and a lot of people were saying, like, hey, this guy's outproducing Trevor Lawrence. He's outproducing Justin Fields. Like, he's outproducing everybody that was in this rookie class because he did. He had a heck of a rookie season, and people are – kind of disappointed that they didn't sign a receiver here uh for me mac jones he feels like the guy that if he had a number one receiver he would depend too much on him so he wouldn't play within the system Mm -hmm. and that's what they want they want a system something that is like okay this is like a young tom brady 
like almost like uh, what Shanahan wanted Mac Jones for instead of Trey Lance. A system. <laughs> wanted him to be a robot. A guy that just runs the system to a T. <laughs> and like that's why Brock Purdy's Brock Purdy. Like he runs a system. Yep. And Mac Jones is the same. Bill O'Brien's a great OC. He's gonna get it done. Mac Jones isn't gonna be flashy, but he's gonna have his weeks where he's gonna help you win some championships or not championships, but win games and weeks because he's going to have 300 yards like he did against the Vikings and, and three touchdowns. He's going to, he's going to need to throw. Cause I don't think the defense is as good as it was before. And so for me, Mac Jones is a very undervalued quarterback in super flex that you can get for really cheap. Like I traded him to move up in the draft. I traded, I traded Kenny Pickett and like pick 111 to move up to 108 or something like that. And I got Mac Jones back. Like I thought for me, it was like, okay, Mac Jones, Kenny Pickett. I've seen better fantasy production out of I'd Mac Jones over Mac, over Mac. Like, but the season last year, people are worried. But why? Like, there's two defensive coordinators as the OC. Like, it was a bad season for the it Patriots. Was off. The play calling was the worst I've ever seen. And people are saying like he doesn't have weapons. Next year's rookie draft. There's very good receivers in it too. Like receivers are there's. A, a stockpile of college oh, receivers. I totally forgot out. about Tyquan Thornton, by the way. Yep, who I heard is having ups and downs. He's like, been he's been quiet at camp. I guess he's looked better in the in the last couple of days. But when I was there, he was very very quiet, um, yeah. which is interesting. Here's the thing: I don't think they have the guy, but they have a bunch of guys that can make plays. Like I still believe team. in Juju. I believe in Kendrick Bourne. Parker can make plays still. Yeah. They have enough guys where. There's not going to be one guy that overtakes the target share percentage, but they can divvy it out amongst the roster. And I think that's kind of what they want to do. Think of like the old school Patriots when they had like, you know, the David Pattons, Troy Browns, Dion Branch. Yeah. They didn't have a stud, but they had a lot of really solid players. And I feel that's what the Patriots are. And, and that Juju. still elevated Tom Brady to good fantasy yeah. uh, seasons early in his career, which I think ultimately that game manager part, we all know Tom Brady wasn't the Tom Brady, like setting the fantasy world on fire in, his, in the first few years. He was very much a game manager. And then he grew into it as he went on. And, you know, maybe that's the same track that Mac has. I don't know. I just know watching Mac at practice, he started off a little quiet, but then he was, his arm strength looked really, really good. He was ripping some downfield shots and they were looking good, which I, which I like to see because they didn't throw downfield last year. It was no. all throw to the sticks, screen passes. It was awful Matt, last year Matt Patricia has a defensive mind so all he's thinking is like oh the defense will get to this so we'll just dump it off like that'll be good <sighs> uh Juju to me is a screaming buy if you want a cheap player he's gonna get so many targets he's gonna have short routes he's going to be the Julian Edelman style of this offense like that that's what it's gonna be oh man like Juju he's fallen off of uh Dynasty Grace's a long time ago, but I, I don't think know if you've seen his back. redraft ADP. It's like in the, it's like 112. I was like, wow, oh, man, like that's he, way low. He could have a hundred catches in this offense. And that alone is yeah. going to be great. Like he's going to get his targets and what number is he wearing? Is he wearing number seven? He's number seven. Yeah. That's going to be weird. <laughs> I mean, yeah. number nine wearing number seven. That's weird. Yes. Well, in Atlanta, that's Mike Vick's number, but well, for me, that. like seeing number seven, that's not a quarterback. It just feels weird to me. Yeah, the whole some of the number of things are weird. James, what are your thoughts on the Pats? Not too interested outside of Ramondre, to be honest. I think there's a ton of value to be had here, personally. Hateful, hateful James tonight. There's a little... <laughs> just doesn't like anybody. Uh, Juju is interesting. 
okay. if you if you want to say that three years, twenty five million, I'm okay with that. And yes, his 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 value is is super low right now. Wide receiver forty three in dynasty, finishing after twenty twenty two as wide receiver twenty seven. I can see him gaining some more value, especially with the the vacated targets of Jacoby Myers. So I I, I like it. I like that situation. Devontae Parker, I think it was a bonehead uh, extension that they did. Um, I I really am against what they did in the draft. Like Tyler had mentioned before when we started this team, why go out and get the third cornerback in a in the first round when you had three top tier wide receivers mm, right see, behind I it? I, JSN, I like, I'm gonna dis- JSN I'm gonna disagree on this team with you. Fire. I disagree because Carlos Gonzalez apparently is turning I mean, a, lot ahead, is, yes, a lot ahead. Yes, I understand that defense that. is going to be very good. Okay, I think. I think it's going to be young, but and it, can they move the ball yes. down the field? So the thing is, like Carlos Gonzalez was a top ten Christian player. Gonzalez, goddamn yeah, it! Carlos Christian, Gonzalez played baseball for the baseball Rockies. For the Rockies, yes. But Sweet Christian Gonzalez, swing. Christian Gonzalez, uh, he was a top ten player. Like he should have he been slipped. where Witherspoon yeah. went, but Witherspoon went first, and Gonzalez dropped all the way to the Patriots. Like the Patriots had him fall in his lap. Like I, if he didn't fall. There is a part of me that thinks they would have taken a Quentin Johnson or a JSN. But I think we are very happy with where those guys landed. And we will yeah. be very happy with the Patriots. Like, and Tyquan when the Patriots Thornton draft is still a receiver, it never goes well. Yeah. Still very I, interesting, Tyquan Thornton. I mean, I think, he flashed a little bit last year. I think what you need to do is Mac Jones. And that's all you – Mac Jones and Juju. Ramondre is too high. His value I'm is way too high. I'm Ramondre. Yeah, he's, I'm off. Uh, even if I'm a contender, I'm I'm going down. Getting too close to that down. sun. I am tearing down from Ramondre. Mm-hmm. The only tears are the ones falling down my like, face. Give me give me a Zach Charbonnet plus a, a first for Ramondre. Like I'm tearing down. Ooh, I would do that. All right. Well, <laughs> let the tears fall down for all the Jets fans because that's what we're going to talk about next. We all know the top of their depth chart at quarterback. It's Aaron Rodgers, our favorite player to root for. <laughs> Not really. Um, you know, lots of rumors for them signing Dalvin cook to their backfield. But as of right now, it's Brees hall coming off the ACL. Michael Carter is still there. And then it's Zonovan Knight. Israel Abanacanda is there as well. So I think, I don't think they need to sign a Dalvin, but my personal opinion, but I get it. They're kind of going all in Rogers restructured his deal to allow them to add some weapons if they so choose. At the wide receiver position, Garrett Wilson, low ankle sprain, by the way, but Garrett Wilson, pretty awesome. They still have Corey. Next week. Yeah, they still have Corey Davis, which is a bit of a surprise, and I think kind of sneaky because I think Corey Davis is still pretty good. They signed Alan Lazard, of course, because you know him and uh, Randall Cobb Randall are like Cobb, the binkies. Yeah. They they traded Denzel Mims, so he's no longer on the depth chart, so that frees up some space there um, in a really cramped wide receiver room. I feel like there's someone I'm forgetting too. Mecole Hardman. Yeah, McCole Hardman. Yeah. That's right. He's their speed guy. Woo. Yeah. He's not... gonna have he's gonna have a couple games where we're like, oh, I should have played him. <laughs> yeah. He's like a best ball guy Again, at the end of the draft. Total best ball guy. Yeah. And then at tight end, it's Ty Conklin and it's CJ Uzoma. Nope. Um keep going. Jeremy Ruckert. Yeah. A forgotten man, by the way, Ruckert. He um is, he is opening eyes at camp. That's all I've he? seen all around. Have you been getting your information from Sal again? 
It's, it's, uh, that's weird. He just has like ten different accounts that he's posting. <laughs> yeah, Jeremy Rucker. No, he's he's opening eyes and he's actually getting first team reps. That's good. And I I think I have Rucker stashed in some deep dynasty. As leagues. you should. And if you don't, go yeah. get him because he is a third round pick at tight end that was injured last Had a year. Really good collegiate career too. Five star recruit. This guy was one of the top tight ends going into college. Like he is a very athletic person. Playing for his hometown team. Yes. So, so. I, I think Rucker has a lot of opportunity. I James. mean, they're, they're all pretty much free in the tight end room. If you want to talk Conklin like that, has I mean, good value too. Conklin. Yeah. I mean, he's tight end Great dynasty, dynasty tight end 42. Like that's low. Yeah. And, and I'm Aaron all Rogers about does it like his tight ends. Exactly. Like I am, especially like, when he's tripping. <laughs> why we really haven't <laughs> talked about Conklin. I mean, obviously we've been talking about the rest of the league. But I, I think he does fit into this offense for Aaron Rodgers. Uh, C.J. Uzama is pretty much an afterthought. Maybe just some experience in the locker room at this point. And then who else is catching the ball? Alan Lazard, Garrett Wilson, and Brees Hall. I, 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 I think I think Conklin could actually mix in with Ruckert. I like Ruckert as well. I'm like I'm enjoying his film. But I think Conklin gets first shot at it yeah. of, from what he did last year in the offense. Picked it up very very quickly and. I mean, he's got a lot of upside with Rodgers on the field. Yeah, I saw today that he did target Corey Davis, and he was picked off by the sauce. <laughs> sauce Gardner got him. It was a great Don't jump. Don't forget about Jason Brownlee. Yep, Jason Brownlee's making noise. 24-year-old, so he's a Tyler little older. Tyler snagging him everywhere in front of I, me. I did. And, um, I, I mean, honestly, people were like, oh, he's not playing in the Hall of Fame game. He played second team in the Hall of Fame game, so he's still behind. He's he's behind the depth chart. He's an undrafted free agent. We've all been down this road. Don't get your hopes up too much. Yeah, it's a long and, shot. Yep. So he could be a guy that's on practice squad. Maybe they're trying to underplay it so they can sneak him on the practice squad. But yeah, I'm I'm not going nuts about the undrafted guys. Uh, you know, last year we're talking about Elijah Moore at this point and hoping that he could be the guy. So for me, it's Garrett Wilson. Lazard's gonna have those Devonta Park. He's Devonta Parker to me. He's that type of guy. Like he's gonna have some games where he can start him. And you're not going to be too excited about it. And there's going to be days where you miss and you hit. But Garrett Wilson is the guy. Since yeah. we since we uh, ran through the running back situation really we fast and we him. have a little bit of time, I want to I put the hypothetical in here because it is the topic of discussion around the league. If Dalvin Cook does come to this Jets offense, where do we have Brees Hall? Like, what does that do? Back. He's still a top five. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, what he was on, he was going to win rookie of the year. He was on his way. Well, yeah, well deserved. I mean, he had those four games that were really, really nice. And he was still sharing touches. Yep. So I'm not worried. Like, people sit here and say they're worried about Brees Hall sharing touches. No, like, we are not in that type of running game anymore you want somebody to share the touches so they can stay healthy so they can have more oomph behind their runs <laughs> Ooh, there every, it is do you think series. dalvin cook just immediately just they scra they scrape michael carter zonovan mcknight oh, off the roster michael, michael carter i think is an afterthought unfortunately yeah. i would love to see michael carter get traded to the patriots you would like to see anybody get traded and to the patriots is he a banacanda showing off in camp very very interesting yeah, I mean he's good at finding the hole, and he's great at at finding the edge around the goal line, as the as the X app showed uh, some film there, 
And I don't think he gets X'd off this roster. And Dynasty running back 66, barely barely breaking the, the skin there. I, I think he is uh, a diamond in the rough, and you could pick him up for cheap right now. Yeah, I, honestly, it doesn't matter who comes into this running game. Once Brees Hall is healthy, he is the guy. And, I, and they know that. That's a big if, though. And that's that's what Are I'm kind of getting you they're not going to go to Brees when he's healthy? Yeah, everybody's not Cam Akers. They all can't just come what? back a Cam year Akers later after ACL. That's a different. Yeah. That's a completely different injury. I mean, Javante is like good to go. Achilles, yeah, Javante is good to go. Achilles literally takes explosion out of your game. Like, well, that's because what it literally explodes. Yeah, like Rupture. ACLs. Oh, yeah. ACLs aren't what they used to be. Like it takes a year to fully recover from an ACL, and I think that's more the mental aspect, which is why I think Delvin Cook helps Brees Hall because. Delvin Cook's been there. He's had that happen to him. So I think the mental side of it, Delvin can actually help Brees Hall. The thing is, is Delvin won't go there because he's not going to get the carries because Brees Hall is their running back. Mm -hmm. That's the whole reason why Delvin's not signing there. So I am not worried one bit. And I think the fact that Delvin didn't sign there because he was worried about his touches and what he is in that offense tells me that they're telling Brees, you're our guy. So that gives me more comfort. Tomorrow morning and Delvin Cook's a jet. (laughs) Well, maybe that's because Delvin Cook got some money. He's still in New York. He's still in New York, just chilling there, waiting for the negotiations to happen. Maybe he's going to be a giant. I like your optimism around Brees Hall, even with Dalvin Cook there. So well said, but what, what What are your thoughts on Brees then? Because you're coming at us with it, and you see yeah, like I was the opposite. I, I think they, they hurt each other a little bit. I mean, it's hard to see a world that they don't. If Let's Delvin signs with that, the Jets, I want I want Brees Hall at that price. I want Brees Hall at that price. But yes, who, it's who are your definitely top five running backs then in Dynasty? Still Brees Hall. Dynasty Brees Hall still in there. Okay, but you I would take Jonathan t- Taylor out. Oh, Jonathan Taylor's out for sure. Yeah, I mean you have Bijan, you have Brees, Gibbs. I still like uh, Gibbs. I want to see what he does on the ground, if anything. You know what I'm but, doing? I don't care. They're running backs. Give me a receiver. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Ugh. I hate running backs at Dynasty so much. And I'm so glad I've kind of had that mentality for two years now because, oh, my God. it is. I mean, pain. if I'm competing, I'm trying to go out and pick up <laughs> Dalvin Cook now before he gets signed. If you guys aren't on YouTube, Doug's face will haunt your dreams forever. <laughs> I love me some running backs in Dynasty. We all know. Yeah. Running backs, yeah. t- although I've you know I, I diversify my portfolio. You can't so. you can't hang on to them for too long, especially if you're playing the value game. But if you're I mean, not playing the value hey, game, I've traded my boy and Aaron Jones in a lot of leagues. Three okay. to four years. The funny thing is, I'm looking at it now, Derrick Henry has outlasted all of this. Like we have all said this for Derrick Henry, like oh, wheels are falling off this season, boys. <laughs> this is the have, last one. It has to be. He doesn't have wheels. He's just a fucking. The year sled. is 2027. Derrick Henry still racking up 300 Derrick, touches this season. <laughs> Derrick Henry is just a toboggan going he's down. Crown tips as he walks toboggan. onto the field. Derrick Henry is just a toboggan with a freaking snowplow in front of it. That's just crushing through all expectations because, I mean. Every time you just think he's done. And I think that's the way you got to play running back now is just go veteran, go cheat veteran. These young guys, once you have them, maybe tear down, get a stud receiver, and then have uh, an older guy like a Joe Mixon added in. You get two years out of him. You're good. Yeah, I don't mind. I don't mind if if some of these younger rookie running backs fall in your in your rookie draft. I'm okay with picking up a Zach Charbonnet in the second round. Like, I'm totally okay with that. But the first round value, 
unless you're competing and you want them to be in addition to your competing team, a la Brees, Brees Hall or Bijan Robinson, those type of players, they're only going to be good for at least two to three years, in my opinion. After that, their value starts to tip. So in the comic book league, we are all in. I was looking at rosters and I sat there looking at it and I took Brees at one. I'm a very, I'm a big contender. I'm like, okay, Brees at one. I was good at running back and I'm sitting there looking. I have Mahomes who's up in, in two, three more years. Contract league for, Contra- for the Contract league. Center. So they, they're up and I have Mahomes for one plus an extension. And I'm sitting there thinking, looking at it like, Maybe Anthony Richardson should have been that pick because by the time I am in need of a quarterback, Bryce, uh, not Bryce Young, Bijan, but, uh, his value could just be gone. Like, that's the running back landscape we are at. So I'm sitting there thinking, like, I might have made a mistake. And I think I was personally, like, Reese Hall, he's on my roster. What are you I think about? personally, <laughs> right now in a Superflex league, the way running backs are kind of shaded. That Anthony Richardson for Bijan, you might not be able to do anymore. Like, there's a chance that Richardson is valued higher. Oh yeah, Superflex. Yes, and and that's where we're. I mean, and there's also a world where you know he doesn't do that well in his first year um, with a new coach and Michael Pittman as his top receiver, and you know his value tanks a little bit, and you can still get it done. So, And and there's a world that Bryce Young is quarterback one out of all this, and people doubted it, and. And there's also a world that Bijan is it's just the next a, Derek is a, Henry is a weapon, is a weapon, <laughs> and he survives all of these. T- you know, he's till he's 45. All these things because he's a weapon. He's Christian McCaffrey, and those are the running backs that you want to go find. Are the yeah. pass catchers? If you find one like an Eckler who is kind of in a contract dispute himself, but is great at what he does, that's what like you Damian want. Pierce, the pass catcher. Yeah, you know, all the tape this week has been, you know, he's catching passes. That X at, man, so, really brings him out. So to end, what I, since we're kind of on this running back thing and people who have survived to the end, what are those, like, pass-catching running backs that are the ones that you're looking at, like, okay, I've got something here? Like, <sighs> are there any that are really, really there? Like, then Austin Eckler, like, Bijan's there, Gibbs is probably there. But other than that, like they're. I mean, very Ramondre slim. had seventy catches last year. Yeah, Ramondre are... is definitely a pass catching back. He's an all around back, a big body, seventeen percent. Yeah, I don't. I'm not worried about per- the size target. of him because he's already shown that at that size that he can do it. Um, Aaron Jones. Oh, yeah, Jones is, is a good like one. that. That type of size is what I'm thinking. Like something that can survive all the the crap. <laughs> Sanders. Sanders, Miles Sanders. See, he's a he's another guy, and he's like, not listed as a pass catching back. No, yet but he, he had did a 50, it in Penn he had State. A 50, he had a fifty reception season for the Eagles. Yeah, I mean I they're just they're that's just not out there. Like Evan Hall could be the next one. Oh yeah, the it league is. is lacking James White types. Maybe that's James yes. Cook. Yeah, James Cook is it a could, big, it's great one. James, James job, Cook. Doug. And when they said, "Hey, he could be a three down pack back," I was like, "Oh no, sky's the limit." <laughs> I was like, three down back, please no." Like, I don't want that. Swift could have a resurgence where he's a pass catcher, but they don't pass the running backs there, so there's another issue. Devin A. Chain, another one. <sighs> Derek McKinnon. <laughs> yeah, generic Prince. Let's go. <laughs> like that. That's that's my point. Is like. 
if you see a running back in college, like A-Chain is a smaller guy that can catch passes, but he's not prolific in the in the catching catching the ball. We need more running backs like that. So I get nobody wants to grow up to be running back. But if you're a receiver and you're like, uh, I could be, I could play running back, go to it. Like, do that. Yeah, there's like, definitely a lack of like those type of, like a James White kind of guy. And yes. every team used to have one of those, it felt like back in the day. And now it's just kind of like it's a, such a... I don't know. It's just the position has evolved and the way that it's used has evolved. Um, yeah. yeah. And, and the way and they evolve still again. has evolved as well. I mean, the, the, the running backs that come in and that can do kind of some of both, mm-hmm. they, they add to that running back by a committee. Yeah, where, now every team has a couple guys that can yeah, do both. Exactly, so there's not like the one exactly. specific guy. It's, what if yeah. they go the opposite direction in like five years where it's like, okay, we need a 250 pound back. Marion Butts. <laughs> like Christian the linebacker tries to come up and tackle him, just bounces right 250 off. 250 pounds. Well, if this guy's not, a, this guy used to be an two, offensive 250 lineman. 250 and, and run a 4-4. Four, four. <laughs> if you are not 250, we are not about you. I mean, I'm all about for smashing guys into the line and running people over because that was fun football back in the Rugby day. style. Mm-hmm. Plowing people over. Well, I think that's going to wrap up the AFC East. Good show, gentlemen. Make sure you like and subscribe on YouTube. Check us out on Facebook Live. iTunes, give us a rating and review. Let us know what you don't like. If, you're, if we talk too much shit about Kendra Miller, it's okay. Let us know. It's kind of our thing. We love him, but don't. Um, just want to give a shout out to Dynasty Nerds. Go on DynastyNerds.com, sign up for the Nerd Herd, use code DHH for 15% off, get all the extra cool stuff, trade tools, extra episode, prospect film room, Dynasty GM, and if you're looking for some more gear, the cold weather, it's not coming up, so just get a t-shirt and a hat. Football okay? weather. Get a hoodie. Oh, man. I just, I just got a hoodie, but uh, I didn't get a fantasy football one. I got a band hoodie, which is my first one, so I was uh, excited for that. So I can wear that in the in the colder months. I'm I'm ready for football season to be here. I'm ready for my Sundays to be laid out on a couch watching Red Zone, um, and flipping back and forth. It's it's the best time of the year. Let's be honest. Yes. Um. So I am I'm all about that fall weather, that cool crispness in the air. Maybe an apple cider with some some Sailor Jerry rum in it. Oh God, take me, take me now. I'm going. Um. So anyway, that is gonna do it this week for the Dynasty Happy Hour. 